Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. Yeah! Moon Knight yeah! episode two. Um, there's things. There's 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 That's things. things. There's there's things. Okay. Before we start, check out the website www.iheartgeekshow.com. Uh, buy a shirt, do all the stuff. Comment on below wherever you are. If you're on YouTube or if you're on Facebook or whatever, comment. Ask. Tell us what you think of this and to tell us some of your catches if for Moon Knight. Full of yeah. crap. Please feel free to also correct us. Because Dub always is. It's one of those things. Yep. Speaking of Dub, I'm Dub. I'm here. That's with my job. I'm here with Kevin. I'm here with Tyler. There. Sorry. It, this this like thing's backwards. This and we too. are the Hollywood Squares. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Marble so Squares. We're going to be a touch more um, organized last week. Now, before we start, we know we caused a little confusion last week. I.e. the... Um, the personality thing. So I want to wrap this up in a real easy, quick bow. It's going to take us like 10 seconds just to kind of explain. We have <clears throat> two personalities so far in the show, but each of those identity, each of those personalities have identities like Bruce Wayne has Batman. That makes four one and one. Mm-hmm. So with simple math, it's a lot easier to understand Moon Knight because I know we were confusing a little bit last week. I just wanted to kind of clear that up. We're dealing with two personalities in the same person, <clears throat> and we're dealing with Kanju, who doesn't isn't necessarily a part of Moon Knight. Yeah, but he is. Um, I hope that's just a deity. A little bit. He's just a deity who he's the puppet master. We'll call him the puppet master. Yes, he influences. Okay, so we're gonna so. jump right into it to scene one. Um, Steven wakes up hoping it was all a dream, um, perhaps. When he sees the mirror and Mark isn't answering. <gasps> Yay! This Mark might have just app. been a thing. And then, no. then scene two happens and they go to the museum and <laughs> it wasn't a thing. Yeah. Okay, so let, let's jump right into I don't think there's anything we really need to hit in scene one. Or am I missing something, Courtney? In Are scene you one. About- just that first Ooh. scene when he wakes up and walks through his sand and realizes... Maybe none of this happened. Oh, he knows no, it happened, but no, 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 no. I have nothing. I have nothing for that other than I mean, but yeah, the stuff I have for is later on. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Okay, when so, we get to the museum. Okay, based on <laughs> based on that. Okay, he's after the the events at the end of the, the first episode. The um, he wakes up. Sands nice and clean. He's latched to his pole. Do you think it's Mark putting him in bed? going ahead and securing them, grading the sand, all that? Or do you think Steven's doing it because he always wakes up, checks the tape and everything, but, you know, he's suddenly waking up, you know? Or is it another personality that we don't know? No, I'm just kidding. Well, we'll We'll talk about that later. later. It's a possibility. (laughs) There's a possibility. The three of us have a little something something to talk about. I wanted to throw a little little, little lighter lighter fluid on there. So you you think it's Steven setting up the whole bedtime routine, or you think it's Mark? Uh, well, well, my my thought on that is that Mark is trying to keep Stephen from knowing what's going on because right. if Stephen knows what's going on, well, we see what happens when he figures out what's going on. Is he tries to fight him? 
And so he's trying to keep Steven not aware. Listen, it's all a dream. It's fine here. Look, your sand's okay. Oh, crap. You went to work today and they have cameras. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, I think he's trying to keep him in his place. Mm-hmm. Place to okay. Be. So yeah. let's jump on to scene two. And that's the museum. Um, two points I want to make, and then you guys are going to go crazy. So upon seeing the videotape, um, according to anybody's eyes, the moon, moon night world looks like a delusion. None of this actually happened because he's throwing himself around. He goes, maybe this is in my mind. Maybe he mind. is just crazy. And I think there's, I think that's an important note to it. And I know we, there's a reason why he was in all the stuff was invisible, but I think it's, it's, it's interesting to keep Steven a little bit. Well, maybe this isn't happening. Cause when I saw it on the video, it didn't, actually happen i think that that's that's done by the directors on purpose and it's a, it's a and then the other thing that i want to mention and then you guys can go crazy by far the fi- the kindest firing in the history of firing <laughs> yes it was so yeah. we got to let you go but we want to get you help i know it's an hr thing to say you don't work for us anymore but we want to get you help and we're going to pay for it just because there's a reason for that. help yeah, yeah it's oh, the most hr firing Ever. Absolutely yeah. ever. But Courtney, you had mentioned something a couple of days ago about the eye, eye of Khonshu. Can you, because as soon as you said that, like my whole world was open up to why they're invisible and stuff like that. Oh, um, oh yeah. What it is, is in, in the comics. And I, as I watch this episode, I feel this is probably where they're going. When Mark or Steven assumes an identity of whether it be Mr. Knight or Moon Knight, what happens for him is he can see things that are there that are part of what's referred to as New Egypt. There it is, yeah. So, um, you know, like, he, he can see Khonshu, he can see the jackals. Um, hopefully when we're in these Cairo scenes where we get to at the end of this episode, we'll see more of that as well. Yeah. And, like, and lots of times, um, and in the comics specifically, like if there is, you know, if there's a God or something, everybody else will see that person as a person, but Mark or Steven will see, Moon Knight will see that person as whatever their jackal-headed persona or someone, whatever it is, right. he will see it that way. And the world around him looks like new Egypt. It doesn't actually look like the world that he's in. Now they don't go as far in this, but I think that's why, because we know, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like with the Jackal, we know the Jackal was there. We know it was mm-hmm. real. You know, right. it's not, it's not really a delusion. No, I mean, I mean it, it smashes it, that bottle of liquid. Yeah, but that's what, it, save it, yeah. save it. Well, yeah, we're going to get so to it. We try to keep this in order. How, <laughs> that's how it works. It's is when he has the suit on, Mm-hmm. And the eyes start to glow. He views the world as New Egypt. Yeah, right. and but he again, sees these things everybody else can't see. But again, do you feel like that might be a decision by the filmmakers so that he can think he's crazy for a little while longer? Yes. Well, yeah, absolutely. It's written that way. And I, because I th- he doesn't I think know a, what's going on. I think it's a great. No matter what and, he hears. Yeah, and I mean the thing is, is they're also in the first half before he actually meets Mark. Yeah. Um he's always filmed between two things. So like he's filmed between big gigantic columns when he's in the Uh, HR office. If you see behind him, there's two lamps and he's 
dead center in it because he himself is trapped between two worlds with the walls. Yeah, yeah. that which yeah, does get so, mentioned soon. Yeah, and I mean the other thing is is in the in the um, HR managers. First off, he's going to end up in an asylum, and that's where the doctors come in. Yeah. There's also yeah. there's a comic book character that I will be happy to help tell everybody about. If you want to, just hit me up on Facebook, and I will because I don't want to I don't want to delve too deep into comic yeah. book lore. Um, but the other thing that was really interesting to me on the HR manager's desk, there's a statue on the the corner of his desk. It's actually the statue of Sobek, who is a crocodile headed god. Why that one? Good catch. And why would? What? Yeah, I had to pause. That People thing. at the museum, or uh, you know, they probably all got that. Yeah, thing. it's uh, you yeah, know, and I mean, it's very possible. That- maybe he's part of. Maybe the HR was part of it, and that's right. why Stephen was allowed to float away like he was. Like Which the- does bring me to something, and I will get to that in a minute, in like three scenes. But there's something I didn't even put in my notes because I really want to hit this because this is gonna blow your all's mind. But. We'll save it. Okay, let's go to scene three. Here comes Layla. Um, this isn't just the Layla scene, but this Layla. is the lead up to Layla. Okay, so let's start with the with the storage place. The storage lights creep me out. It's the exact yeah. same awesome. light effect they do. If you watch Morbius, it's the same effect they do when a person gets killed by someone. Um, you can figure One it out. One other person knows what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, I think there's eight people that watched Morbius. <laughs> but it's the exact same effect, and it is so effective. And I'm like, yeah, this is the, Mar- the Marvel Universe. They definitely got that same little weird light effect. They walk mm-hmm. to one, and it shuts off. And walk to the next one, and it shuts off. Like Ooh. I like the sound, too. It's a very heavy a boom, <laughs> boom, which comes into play later on. I didn't like that sound because it wasn't accurate, but we'll just we'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is perfect. Um, it kind hey, of me I know what you mean. It, <laughs> hey Tyler, tell us about the QR code and number forty-three. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, if you notice in the first episode and this episode, there is a QR code that pops up. Um, you know, Roger, apparently Roger it actually, TV. Yeah, it actually links to uh, Marvel and a free comic of Moon Knight um, or Werewolf by Night. First appearance of that's first. That's the first. Um, the first episode. The, this first one's episode. different. This one. It was um, Courtney. You looked up this one. Uh, what mm-hmm. issue it led to? Um, I had I had noticed that the number forty three was right next to uh, episode two's QR code. The number forty three linking to another comic issue of basically where Moon Knight ends up battling doppelgangers of like Daredevil and Black Knight. Um, mm-hmm. in a bit of a Infinity War crossover. So I found that kind of interesting. How that's going to connect later on, I don't know. Maybe yeah. you mm-hmm. shed some light on that. So yeah, when you see those QR codes, pause it and look it up on your phone and you get free stuff. Yep. Free comics. I think that's a great thing to do. This that's is awesome. something This is something the Marvel Universe has definitely um, messed up in the past. They haven't gotten the normal, the normies to watch or to Whoa. get into comic books. This is the way to do it. This is smart. Yeah. I mean, they tried referencing issues and past they series like they Falcon yeah, and this stuff is, like that. This you know, is right. numbers. You had to really mm-hmm. be searching for that stuff and you had to, you know, go watch videos. Yeah. This way it's like here, just put a QR code on the TV. People will scan it. Let's get mm-hmm. them into reading the comic books because the source material is usually ten times better if you if you really delve in and go through the whole universe, you know. Yeah. You're just getting a snippet of it. Okay, um, and the the storage space on the inside of it, tell me that did not look like a leftover set from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
a little bit. I thought yeah. it looked exactly. I'm like, it's the same set designer, isn't it? And I, and I didn't look, but I would bet money that it is the same set designer because it is exactly like the the Falcon Winter. I, I like is, the touch of not every surface. It was foggy. Not every yeah. surface was mm-hmm. super reflective. It was know? a great like he they want he wants to keep that reflection away while he's yeah. in mm-hmm. there. I thought that was kind of neat. So I thought the, the reflection of Mark and the gun was extra creepy. Oh, that was creepy, yeah. And I think this is really the first time that you really get Mark and Steven conversating, conversating, I think. Mm-hmm. without Yes, Mark has a ability to just tell you what to do, but this was a lot more conversating than before. So every time, every time he's actually talking, talking to Mark or Mark's talking to Steven or whatnot, I always try to picture like what it is if somebody is looking at him, they can't hear the other voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in the, in the future, we're not going to get, you know, in the next couple episodes, even like the fight scene and, and the different conversations where he's smashing a mirror. And it's no wonder that everybody thinks he's crazy. It's no wonder that even him, he's starting to feel like he's spiraling out of control. Oh yeah. my god! I just found this, mm-hmm. this storage thing with a with a gun, and oh my god! I have my own passport. That does that looks like me. A great shot. And I didn't mention it when we were in the museum, but the great shot was whenever he was looking at himself in uh, with the uh, security guard, mm-hmm. and he goes, "That's not me," because yeah. we know our, how we walk. We know well, how and, we talk. And know? what's oh, interesting you know, about yeah. that is. If you watch, this is a testament to Oscar Isaac's acting ability. He physically changes the way uh-huh. that he holds yes. himself. It's Superman when Mark uh, is in control. Reeves. Yeah, yeah. Christopher, Christopher Reeves, Reeves used yeah. the same thing. So, like, because I mean, with that scene, Kevin, you see him on screen, and he's clearly Mark. It's the way he walks, is the way he's standing, the way he looks at the camera. Yeah. And then we cut to where he's Stephen. And he looks like an entirely different person facially mm-hmm. because of the way. Absolutely. And, and yeah, I, that's. And I want to say this because um, I forgot to mention it, but I don't know if you, when, when he looked at, at Mark in that camera, he's like, oh, that's different. And then you see Steven again. Steven looks a little different than Steven. Yeah, at that's that what moment. he means. He physically, he physically. No, 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 no. I'm not talking, I'm not talking Mark the and way Steven he look looks different. Steven no, no longer looks like Steven. Yeah. It was it was it was like a little like a shift there. It was a little like, shift that it's almost like he let some of them in, but not yeah. much. Yeah, mm-hmm. he physically changes, yeah. which is just phenomenal acting. Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. and then or we get the Scotty. then we get the Conchu backstory. Um, all the scary from Conchu goes away as soon as he talks. I'm like, it's it's I have it's, to agree. It's like seeing Freddy yeah. Krueger, and then and then said hey guys how you doing you know it, i have I, to say though i think it has a great job but it's the so design not scary. the design <laughs> is great from the comic and he's yeah. so exactly cool. so detailed he looks fantastic but the voice and i think the voice is brilliant but it's it take honestly it makes it a little bit easier for a kid to, to have it, a palette for it hit me in the first episode when he mm-hmm. woke up and he's talking to him I'm like well, yeah. hold, hold on I think I think part of it is the way he speaks, like the the lines they give him, because we kind of expect him to be like Odinish or you know very 
do as okay. I say. Very and he's normal saying, guy. And he's saying things like. It's because he's a jerk. Crush his windpipe. You know, I mean, it's like, you don't really <laughs> kill it. Do it now. I mean, it's like, I think we expect this giant, just heavily detailed, scary as hell character. Big to booming say voice. Things like, yeah. And, and I mean, it is a big booming voice, but it's like, he's saying it's things different. like, it's go friendly. to the market. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, I think it's the line. It's like a children's television show. Yeah, I think it's a lie. But I mean, maybe that's that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to disconcert us a little bit because the whole point of this is the whole point of the show is everybody's kind of kept off kilter. So I mean, maybe that was why they did it the way they did it. Well, okay, and I shouldn't be jumping ahead, but I got to say this just because you said that when he says, "Oh, he's like a two-year-old. He he likes to have tantrums sometimes," and we'll get to that in a minute. But with him saying that, that's really kind of what it's like. It's like a child with an adult voice. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Okay. Okay. Now going back. So we finally meet Layla mm-hmm. and he's married. Timing, They're the married. Layla has perfect timing. Well, she oh was tracking gosh. his phone. But <laughs> oh, still. Okay. Tracking his phone straight out the door as he comes running. <laughs> now, before we get yeah. to the apartment, I think the most interesting thing that comes out of this exchange, she's never dealt with his multiple personalities, DID, whatever no. you want to call it. Right. This is, this is a mystery tour. Right. I think that's an, so either it developed late or he just hit it really well. I think there's a lot of mystery that they leave there and I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he, he states at some point that he put a wall up between them and something happened. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Between mm-hmm. Stephen and Mark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else we want to hit before we get to the apartment? Mm-hmm. Okay. These guys have like in, insane amounts of notes, guys. I mean, you, yeah. They, lo- they, they, they love <laughs> y'all. They love y'all, all our listeners. I'm just saying. I I do a page, and I'm pretty proud of myself. They have, like, pages. Okay, so let's go to Steven's apartment. Um, did anybody notice what the first thing Layla did was? Straight to the fish. Straight to the goldfish. There's yeah. something to the goldfish. On the goldfish. On the goldfish. Okay. His name is Gus. After sarcophagus. Do you know what this is? Do you know what this is? You're reaching. You're reaching. He loves Egypt oh, history that was and everything. Hilarious. Come on, come on. He loves Egypt and everything. Sarcophagus. Come on. It makes me happy. It's That's, short. That, that is the worst dad joke ever. No, nope, you nope, just won an award. You just won. You want You won the award for the worst dad joke. I'm, pick, on I'm grabbing that when history, I come to right there. <laughs> Come on now, you know. Oh, nice. That's my truth, okay. and I'm sticking with it. Okay, and then the <laughs> other interesting thing that did you, did you did everyone hear whose flat it is? His mom. It's my you mom's know they, flat. They mentioned they mentioned that in the first episode, right? That it was his mom. I didn't know. No, yeah, I didn't he hear. says it. I never yeah. caught that. Yeah, in the on the phone when he leaves it, one of the messages he leaves her, he says, "I'm taking care of your flat. Your flat is fine." I want to yeah, know so, who is who the mom is. We uh, may see her. Does mm-hmm. Kate Wild Spit uh, fan theory theory is Mark in bed with Kanju and Steven in bed with the other one? I believe so. I, I believe they're, they're yes. warring over. They're warring you, over does anybody else right think now. that's a possibility? Just say yes or no. We don't have I to think dig I deep. Broke, I think I brought something like that up last episode. Did you? Okay. You did. Well, it's, it's been, I know it's been mentioned, but now it just really yeah, I mean, kind of we can solidified on, on this. I think it's interesting. Okay. We can keep an eye on that. Absolutely. Later, Gator. 
Scene five, the cops arrive. Wait. wait. Before the cops? Um, Okay, go ahead. I think it's interesting to say that the poem that he's reading, the lines he says in French translate to do not write. Yeah, the don't even get started on the Mandarin. (laughs) Um, Do not write. I am sad and I want my light put out. Oh, I had to look up and see what it was. That's dark. Very dark. Yeah. So I had to look it up. So I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) Oh, Another thing I wanted to mention, he goes, well, that's not your favorite poet. That's my favorite poet. Uh-huh. So is yeah. is Stephen a, a lot of Layla to compensate for the fact that he's knew he had to separate from Layla? I, I think Stephen was created to keep him sane, to keep his mind safe. No, I, and, and I agree, sane. but you, you well, see believe- a lot of these things from Layla in Stephen. Yeah, I mean, he could have absorbed part of her well, Part ideals. of DID is retaining some stuff from the other person memories or you know likes and whatnot from the other personality so maybe you know when mark was with her as his wife and everything she loved that poem you know and this and that and yeah so as stevens for some reason stevens like i love this why do i love it. this yeah. you know that's why he he has feelings for her yeah you can tell he just doesn't mm-hmm. know why you know mm-hmm. okay so now let's get scene five the cops arrive this goes all the way into the in the into the new neighborhood Okay, so I think it's an interesting play that Harris trying to be buddies with Stephen, not Mark, with Stephen, because mm. he sees a difference in I there. Have something about the cops. Okay, go ahead. Their names are Bobby and Billy. Those are the two orderlies who beat the hell out of right. of um, Moon Knight in the the in uh. this in this version. Say which one it novel. is. Say which this one. This is, is the Lemire Smallwood and Belair com- graphic novel. Which a lot of this show apparently is taken from. But yeah, Bobby and Billy are two orderlies. They're two men in the, the comic. And they beat the snot out of everybody okay. in the asylum. Now, there is one thing that I want. Uh, this 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 one kind of blew my mind. I have not shared this with any of you guys. Okay, so Harrow says something. Says, uh, I forgot I forgot the line he says. But he, he doesn't say when he right before he comes in the car. He doesn't say to him. He says it through the yeah, uh, through the walkie-talkie. Right. Does okay. So is it possible thinking? that Harrow is either a another personality, and this isn't comic lore at all. This no. is just me speculating. Or can he, because he was an avatar, can he jump into his mind? No, I think he just used it through the walkie-talkie. But I think he also, because he's an avatar, he knows. Did it? Yeah, he had uh, yeah, he had it in his hand. Okay, well that takes all the fun away. Never but, mind. But, <laughs> I don't I mean, like this he, anymore. You guys, but this is the thing stupid. is <laughs> because he used to be an avatar, he knows the tricks that yeah. Khonshu yeah. plays. Yeah, so I mean that's probably where that comes from. Which, okay. What a great conversation that they're having there sitting at the table while he's like, What's he saying? Is he saying kill me? Oh, what's he saying now? Yeah. And he yeah. says exactly oh. what he was saying. And his demeanor mm-hmm. and everything, you know, Ethan Hawke doing doing the thing, man. Yeah. Just the yeah. way he changed his demeanor mm-hmm. and coming off like, you know, you almost you almost get there where you're like, I could warm up to this guy. Well, and, and that's where, where I tend to tend to think that the battle is gonna be like, okay, well, do you switch to Amit? But if I switch to Amit, now um my my wife's going to be taken over by Conchu, and there there's a there's even a battle there that I, I believe might take place. I don't think that's yeah. We're going to hit that. I in think a second. I like think Harold's lying. I don't agree. 
I don't I think, think he was Haro, ever an avatar of uh, Kanshu. He said, oh, I am justice. He said exactly what Kanju would say at that moment. Yeah, but he's and, also but if he's an, an avatar, avatar for another god. If he's an avatar of a meat, a meat knows what he would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could be completely wrong. That's just my thought. And that's only because well, I know Harrow has never been an avatar. But see, that's what hit that's what hit me. I thought that it felt like Harrow doesn't lie. Everything that he said, even the the very yeah. disreputable, horrible parts, he doesn't lie. At I don't all. know if he doesn't lie, but I, I will say kinda, I can understand that. I can accept that. I kind I of will get a little say bit of that. That the calm nature with which he approaches everything is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Disturbing, yeah. Like it is so disturbing. It's another brilliant acting choice, but like every every inch of this of Hawk's performance is there's such a calm, collected, cool nature about it, and it is just terrifying and and what a great like it's gonna sound weird but what a great like cult leader like what, what oh yeah exactly <laughs> exactly what, what did is so um everything i look for what about here. babies would you kill a baby and he goes into yeah. small terrible and he never answers and, and never really he answered. did answer kind of did, but not, it was not really. in a peaceful mm. nice way that if you're sitting there not actually listening to him in a roundabout way like, he did yeah, i understand yeah he, he kind of said so, basically if it justifies the means so yeah. he, he, here's the big thing I got from this conversation. Amit and Kanju, if you want to serve one of them, it, it comes down to the one question that everybody's had at some we, point in their life growing up. Are we going to do this? If you could travel really back in time. This? Yes. Oh, God. If you could, tra- we're yeah. not, I'm not going to make you guys answer. <laughs> but if you could travel back in time, do you kill baby Hitler? So Deadpool. Could and be that, but that, no, he would be Amit because he couldn't do it. Uh, That's right. Because that, so that does that's why they're both evil. They're both good, but they're both evil. It's all a bunch of gray. Because do you, should you kill? Are you are you a moral person for killing baby Hitler? Yes. Are you an immoral person for killing baby Hitler? Yes. This is why Kanju and Ahmed are both scum. Because it depends on which philosophy you like more than anything, and they are evil. Kanju, I really hate because of the. Um, I'm going to basically take away, if you don't serve me, if you're not going to be my slave forever, I'm going to take something. I'm going to make your life horrible by taking away somebody else's life. That's evil. I know you guys were, and I'll let you guys yell at me in a second. It's in you your disagree. opinion though. Let's, let's that, put that's it, not let's, an opinion. let's put it with, it is your opinion. It, it is, is your it. opinion. Because in my opinion, Kanchu is not evil, but he is not good either. He's not good either. He straddles both worlds. Yeah. No, yeah. Amit is evil. That's just plain and simple. Amit is evil. Kanchu is, he is neither. He is not good or he is not bad. He is, I think Kevin said chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. Yeah, or lawful neutral. Because what Kanchu does is he kills after the evil or the bad deed has been perpetuated. Yeah. Amit kills before you can do it. And there is always a chance that you will not do that thing. Yeah, but she kills yeah. you anyway. Are you gonna, but like you so, said, are you gonna trust the judgment of? Has it really lady? been? But has it really been established that she doesn't see the future? We, we I feel like either way, it's, it seems like to me that she knows. So it's gonna happen one way or the other. So she stops from happening beforehand. Well, yes, but what we always know in the MCU is nothing is written in stone. Right. Here's my Especially question. Not more now. At the time, time. Uh, 
time things are gone. My question on the whole scenario is when Nick Fury was developing the air carriers to Project look at the people's Project Insight, did you support that? Because that's kind of a myth, you know? It's yeah. kind of a equal to a myth, you know? Mm -hmm. We're going to look at their DNA. We know they're terrorists. We're going to take them out even years before they do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't. A lot of people yeah. said, hey, whoa, that, that's overreach. Go cap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not that's saying kind of that. Same scenario. I'm not saying that Kanchu is the good guy yeah, and Kanchu. wonderful and happy and lovely and sprinkles and rainbows no, come out of his butt. Dirt. No, yeah. he's he, but he's not, he's not evil. He's not good, but he's Moon only Knight for his own. himself is neither mm -hmm. good nor evil because Mark's a mercenary. Mark kills for money. Yeah. Now he kills for retribution. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's like there it's, 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 it's all dual. Moon Knight is all about duality, and it, we see it reflected in Moon Knight himself, but we also see it reflected in in Kongshu. Fair enough, in my opinion. That's that's fair. As the, I, I thought this would be an interesting discussion anyway, because I know that we all don't. I see both of them as purely evil. I really do. Um, even though I am all about you know punish the guilty, the ends don't always justify the means, and that's where right. it got ugly to me. That's mm -hmm. where it got with him saying, oh, you can leave, but I'm going to you and you're not going to like my next avatar. That made me like sick to my stomach. I'm like, this is yeah. evil. Oh, well, that's, that's where his I way of that. controlling. Mark. It's definitely it's definitely more in Conchu's favor. Like and it's, that's an, abu it's an abusive he's relationship. Not, he's yeah. not good. It's, it's, it's an a toxic abusive relationship. relationship. I mean, basically, he he has made Mark's personality split. D depending on your thoughts on which origin story, he's made his personality split into two to possibly three different ways, mm -hmm. and it's well, he talks about it's that. it's solely for Conchu's goals. But is Conchu trying to be actually evil, or does he just have his own goals? And that's where you know that's where the gray area comes in. That's where the gray area is. Now, Ahmed, mm -hmm. he's going around killing she, babies. You yeah, know what I mean. And so, I mean, me, she's killing... literally known as the destroyer of the dead, the eater of hearts. That's how she gets her power. Yeah. And, and I mean, in, in ancient Egyptian myth, you have to have your heart to travel to the underworld. If you don't have it, you're not going. Mm -hmm. So if okay. she eats it. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> okay. We got to move on from this. This is this great, great discussion, but we got to move mm -hmm. on from here. Okay. Scene six, summon the suit. This is. Summon the suit. Summon the suit. <laughs> When they're running away <laughs> When they are running away Did anybody else notice That all of Harrow's people Won't fight They'll yeah. they'll, they'll stand there and they'll block them But they, they won't watch. fight Yeah, yeah Harrow doesn't everything's But because Amit says Then you would have done evil I think Yeah maybe oh, Okay yeah maybe. So I think it's a very Um Genetic predisposition, right there. You're not going to fight. But then Did they're anybody, watching whale I think, videos. I think that's what happened. But. Laughing at the same time at whale videos and stuff. That was weird. Well, it's like Rick in and the Morty. Comic, in the comic books, Harrow experiments on them all. Oh, like he yeah. does Nazi style experiments oh, on yikes. his followers. I know we moved on a little from that that scene, but the lentil soup. Um, it was kind of a nice nice nod because Victor, who had the the lentil soup. He was from the Yucatan, and the Yucatan is where Haro did his experiments in the comic. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a nice wow. little 
Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Well, and yeah. there's also he mentions Harrow mentions that he he was the fi- I'm not the fist of vengeance anymore. That's mm-hmm. a nod to um, Ghost Riders team uh, mm-hmm. vengeance team, which Moon Knight was part of. And when he joined that team, he became the fist of vengeance. And the little detail when he kicked that soccer ball, and you can hear the glass in his shoes. Oh, yep. Ugh. Yep. Oh. Yep. Kind of horrible. Yeah. It's pretty gross. I love okay. it. <laughs> and, and then we get to see it. And this is when I got excited. Anybody yeah. else wait for those mummies in the Mad Magician's Man Cave to like. Oh, no joke. Come alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I was waiting for We Brent. were all in I was waiting for Brendan Fraser to come out. You know? Right. Like, where's <laughs> Brendan Fraser when you need him? We love you, Brendan Fraser. Come on our show. Come back. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll talk about Doom Patrol, and I'll, I'll even say it was good. Um, <laughs> so the first sight we see, or the first suit we see, is Mister Knight. Now, yeah. my reading, the hero, stick, stick in the hero landing, and then falling over like a dork. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's amazing! So Let's see. Funny. In my reading, this is the Moon Knight that I like, or the 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 whatever the personality yeah. that I like, Mister Knight. This Mr. is who Knight. I like. He is a lot more Batman, a lot more Detective Comics Batman. Not this one. <laughs> no, this one I don't. Not yet, not yet, anyways. Not yet, anyways. I hope they yeah. fix him. But in the comics, he's like literally, he's quickly. I, as I'm going back and reading a bunch of old stuff, this is one of my favorite superheroes. All of a sudden, he's amazing. Um, but I thought the the suit looks so cool. It's like if oh, it yeah. would have been a red mask, it would have been Deadpool, and it would have been perfect. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I just, um, it's hilarious though. It's like I need yeah. a suit. He shows up in a suit. In a suit. Like we knew Mr. Knight was coming, Psycho but he shows up Colonel in a suit. Sanders. That was <laughs> my favorite way of so describing well it. This is what, what I want to cosplay. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to cosplay Moon Knight. I want to. It's going to be massive at Con. Yeah, You're going to see a lot of Mr. Knight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So go ahead. I just like how confident all of a sudden. Stephen got just because he was wearing that fancy suit. Oh my! He turned into Muhammad Ali all of a sudden. Right. Dancing. Yeah. Well, in the comics, wasn't Mark like a boxer or something? I mean, you're thinking a, a history of, I think of, you're thinking of Daredevil's father, who was a yeah. Boxer. That's Murdoch. Murdoch. I think, I think Matt Murdoch. I'll go back and look at it. I think I'm right. You're wrong. Okay. I may be. So we'll I totally take. No, nobody on the show. I, I ever do believe is 100% I heard something about he's got a, pa- a prize fighter pass or something like that, but. uh yeah, that's why they the float like a butterfly thing came out. So, and, and then Mark gets control and you assume it's forever. Oh, um, wait. One quick ahead. thing. One go quick ahead. thing. On the side of the bus that the jackal throws Steven into, it references the GRC, yeah. which is the Global Re- yeah. Repatriation Council, which oh, is what we saw yeah. in Falcon, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. A little bit of a timeline. Yep. Connected nice. to other So, and, and then we see Goes from Mr. Knight to Moon Knight when Mark takes over. And let's be honest, as I, I may not Moon like Knight the suit too. as much. Oh, I may not like the suit as much, but that, that was some exciting fighting. I like to well, watch that. I like it when he like pulls the weapons. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was rad. Oh, I'm not saying it wasn't Sorry. cool. I just, there was something that's so special about Mr. Mr. Knight. That's just. He'll be back. He'll oh, be back. I, I yeah, know yeah, he'll be. definitely be back. Yeah, it's definitely going to get more Mister Mister Knight back. Yeah, do you well, think that the the little crest, you know, crescent moon shaped piece of metal that's attached to his suit? Do you think that has like he derives any kind of power through that? Uh, no, that's a really good question. The shape 
with, with, with the shape of the moon or and what cycle the moon is, is how powerful he is. So he's actually more powerful on a full moon. On a full moon? Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it could be. I just, uh, you know, we got the scare. There's some jokes I could make right now that, that I'm not going to. Yeah. Something going with it. <laughs> yeah. The scarabs just points yeah. to her. Her Ushati. too. Well, yeah. Ish. She's, Layla says it, or, it points to her Amit Subshati, which is really just the funereal figurines that they were buried with, which are were supposed to represent the servants that they needed in the afterlife. It's not really the tomb, but... In the afterlife. They oh. would be buried in the tomb. Since we brought so up Scarab real quick. Um, well, I was just going to mention Hera has a Scarab. Okay, and go. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, you know, good job, Layla. You know? Just watch them take it. I know. They're not going to fight back, Layla. She had to return that rent a scooter, you know. So. <laughs> right, I'm like, got to get on my Vespa. But yeah, it is a weak moment. Um, Layla, her, her husband is traversing the mount, the the rooftops, and she's like, oh, you know what? I got to get my Vespa. <laughs> uh, Layla, I, I'm thinking that there might be something more to Layla um, than just a reimagining of Marlene from the comics. I think you're right. Um, her name is Layla El Fauli. Fauli? Yes, Al Faal or something like that. As in, as in, um, the, she's which Egyptian. Is very close to uh, Mahomet Faul, who ended up being uh, Scarlet Scarab in the yeah. comic. Uh, I don't the think spelling, it's her, they, yeah. they put an I on the end of his last name. I, I wouldn't be surprised. And also, Funny enough, Twitter actually did like a secret emoji thing when you put it in dark mode and you use um, Layla's hashtag. Oh, like I'm going to check that out now. When you put it on dark mode, um, yeah, you'll have to look up dark mode moon night emojis or something. Um, cool. And I think Twitter removed it, but her emoji had a scarab that appears Into behind a scarab. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And Maybe she is. And it's because they copied Blue Beetle, but oh, no, I'm just kidding. Right. But I mean, yeah, I'm wondering if there's more... She's kind of like a reimagining of Marlene, so she's a bit of a love interest, but she's also the daughter of this Muhammad, you know, guy or something like yeah. that. You know, there's some, and she derives some sort of power from the scarab later on in the series. Maybe. You know, there's something more there. Well, okay. and um, I mean, in, in terms that of that, you said Scarlet Scarab. It was covered in blood at one point in time, so it was a yeah. Scarlet Scarab. Right. Yeah. You know, come okay. on more there for that. Okay, we're almost out of time, so let's. I want to. Make one more comment, and then we can do wild theories for the next three minutes. Okay, you may, but uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so again, this is you know Mark and Kanju have that discussion, and this this is when I was dead set. I hate you, Kanju. I hate you. I hate you. Um, y'all y'all can think different. I just I You're can't get past it. To oh, fair enough. Fine. I just can't get past. Nobody's it saying at all. you can't. I think it's pretty gross. <laughs> um. I did, yeah, you should. He's he's definitely not the hero. You shouldn't be hoping that wins, but you don't he's want the anti-hero. Okay, oh, that's why he's an anti. And then where an did they get the where did they get the picture of Tyler on Friday nights in his underwear drinking Jack Daniels, upset and kicking mirrors? Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night. <laughs> that, that I just wanted to set that one thing up, and then we're all. <laughs> but well, in, we talked a little uh, bit. The the reflection in the mirror. I think it's I think it's Steven because he's in an entirely different position. 
So like when you see him, he's sitting on the edge of the bed and he's covered and he's shaking. And then the camera pans down and we see Mark sprawled out drunk like a crazy man on the side of the bed. Like, like from Tyler, where Mark yeah. is sitting, like Tyler, from where Mark is sitting, we should we wouldn't see him at all in that broken <laughs> mirror. So they clearly have had another psychotic break and they fought each other because that hotel room was also a disaster. Oh my gosh. Go for it, boys. Yeah. And he's sitting in the mirror too, and his his hands are bloody, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, another fight. <clears throat> the thing here here's where we were get we kind of touched on a little bit earlier. The thing with that is that that locker room that he went into was immaculate, like a soldier would keep it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at that, look at that hotel room. We have oh, seen yeah. it, you know, and he's sitting there drunk. He's almost all the way through a full bottle. Yep. I think that might be Steven or Mark in the mirror. Trapped yes. in the reflection. I think so too. Steven doesn't have that temperament to be smashing things with his hands, you know what I mean? Also, in the first episode, who hmm. asked that chick out on a date to eat steak and whatnot? Because Mark, Mark exactly. loves his Mark's wife. Married. Mark yeah. loves his wife. Mark and is married. Steven is not, a vegan. We haven't seen Mark as like a drunkard or anything that leads oh, towards wow. that. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm sold. I, I wasn't you buying this I mean? before you just said that. You said that. So now I'm we wondering about if third. we did we fact, finally yeah. get some sort of third personality there. Yes, I was waiting for Tyler. Like, do it, Tyler, yeah. tell us. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, yep. Lockley hasn't yep. shown up yet. Yeah, yep. um, there is another. I one didn't buy Jake it until Lockley. this moment. This mm-hmm. at this moment, I'd finally buy and, it. And yeah, because the boys and I were talking about this. Didn't before. look like that. Looks like Mark's posture, sitting on the bed in the mirror with bloody hands. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. not really Stephen's posture drinking the 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 booze either. But yeah, I, I mean, the other say. thing is, and and I mentioned this to to Tyler and Kevin, um, because. Kevin and I just did the did our rewatch right before we came to record. Um, one thing I noticed is when Mark is talking to Konshu, after he smashes the mirror and tells Steven he's going to stay away for a while, and and he's you know Mark is talking to Konshu and he's saying I'll take care of it, it'll be okay, I'll pay my debt, blah 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 blah. His voice is different. Mm. He has a different inflection. He has a different accent. And there is a slight, in my opinion, and I could completely be reaching and completely be wrong. But in his voice, there is a slight Brooklyn inflection. And Lockley is a taxi driver from New York. Huh, New York. I wonder wonder what defender we could possibly see. I don't know. There might be. There big silver. Sorry. And it's like part of me thinks that like whenever they're traveling like when he has to travel long distance that they're using jake flockley because whenever and then we don't not going to know about it until the last episode and he's the rich one correct well steven's the rich one in the comics but they might yeah, the or something driver. like that because yeah. where's all this money coming from where's all the the travel travel expenses coming from uh teleportation is not one of um like uh, Moon Knight's powers, no. right? You know, and all of a sudden he goes, "Are you ready?" And and then all of a sudden he's there. He turns black and boom, in well, a super nice hotel room. And I believe Mark nice, says you know I mean? to Konshu, "We'll take care of it." Mm-hmm. He didn't say, yeah. "I'll take care of it." He says, "We'll take care of it." And I know we're supposed to believe that oh, he the means stupid ones in control. 
him and Steven, but maybe he means him and Jake. But yeah. and I but mean, Crowley, it could be Scotty in this series. But everybody, this, this might be nothing. Don't yeah, like, don't get probably, hung up this on is, this. This is don't all spoilers on this. this don't is, get hung up. Us just spitballing <laughs> and talking. This is this is we're we don't have any proof there, of any of this. This is just what we are talking about. Yeah. And I mean, the other thing is, is Crowley the guy who's the gold statue man guy? And he is Crowley. It's in the yeah. in the credits as Crowley. Crowley is Jake's informant. Friend. Yeah, he's Jake's informant. Duchamp yeah. is Mark's. We and we know he's listed in the phones. So I mean, he's not Steven. So I mean, he there are stuff for Punisher at one point, clues. by the way. Yeah, I mean, there are clues of of that third personality. So yeah. I mean, but, so, but don't get hung up on it. If yeah. it doesn't right, happen, right. it, it might happen at the last episode. Don't fixate on it. That's what we did last episode. week, though. Yeah. That's what we did last week. Don't fixate on a lot of this stuff. That's why we yeah. tried to go through point at a time. Yeah. Don't fixate on it because it's going to ruin it. <laughs> we had we had a theory for what would be a really cool end end credit scene. I'm going to let Tyler and Kevin yeah. okay do it, and then we're, then we're going to then we're going to go out. So what would you well, like I for, have, for I the end credit scene? Theory I was wanting to talk about. Oh. Too. How, do it quick. Yeah, got a minute. I'll Let's wait. talk about why that was purple, Kevin. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, so I've been thinking a lot about we have Kang. We have Kang that we know is is down the way. We've seen He Who Remains. Um, we think we're going to see him. Uh, well, we know we're going to see him in the next Ant-Man movie. Think we're going to see him in the uh, Multiverse of Madness. The way my mind works when everything's going, on, I think it'd be really cool if we start seeing him and multiple MCU things just randomly pop up, randomly pop up. Kang has, um, Kang has a variant that is Rama Tut, who actually was in the past. He enslaved a bunch of, um, a bunch of the Egyptians. And so it would be great if we con the Rama Tut. Now, color purple, color purple are from different dimensions. They're, um, we've seen we've seen a couple of different things. One of the places that we see purple is the castle at the end of time. Oh, and what happens if yeah. that compass is actually from Rama Tut, or Rama Tut's associated with with Ahmet, and we're going, we're following this compass, and all of a sudden we end up at the nexus of realities, which in the comic books is in Everglade. But it jumps in the MCU and Thor Dark World. They say it jumps all over the place. Remember, he's has the big, the big board and he's calculating on where it's going to be next. What happens if that takes us actually to the nexus of reality? And guess what happens in two days or one day after Moon Knight ends? Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. What would happen? You know what I mean? I just it's kind of got to squint a little bit at it, but it makes so much sense in my head tying. Moon Knight to Ramatut to Kang to, to the castle at the end of time. I'm here for it. <gasps> I was, I was excited about that one. You've been waiting for that one. So, yay. Yay. Okay, we got to wrap. Um, well, next week we're going to bring in, uh, as, as a side, everyone gets to bring in one Moon Knight comic that they think people should read so they understand what's going on a little better or your favorite Moon Knight comic because I think that's going to be important. I'm Dub. I'm here with Courtney, here with Kevin. We're here with Tyler. Uh, go to the website, the Facebook, all that stuff. Comment, talk to us. We want to hear yes. what you guys think of this stuff. Keep on geeking on, and we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. 
You have been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.